I can kind of see that. Yeah, makes sense. Dun and yellow desert, scattered with crumbling yellow-gray rocks and scrubby yellow-brown thorns. Bruise yellow sky, low yellow clouds, even the men's skin and clothes turning yellow, stained with sweat and sand. So bloody hot, Tobias's vision seemed yellow, dry and dusty and yellow as bile and old bones. The yellow empire, the famous golden road, the famous golden light. If I spent the rest of my life knee-deep in black mud, I think I'd die happy right about now, said Julius, and spat into the yellow sand. Rate sniggered. And you can really see how they made all that money, too? Valuable thing, dust, though I'm still kind of clinging to it being a refreshing change from cow manure. Yeah, I've been thinking about that myself, too. If this is the heart of the richest empire the world has ever known, I'm one of Wright's dad's cows. An empire built on sand? Poetic-like? Because there's so much bloody money in poetry. They're not my dad's cows. They're my cousin's cows. My dad just looks after them. Magic, I reckon, said Alxine. Strange arcane powers. They wave their hands, and the dust turns into gold. Met a bloke in Alborn once could do that. Turned iron pennies into gold marks. Rate's eyes widened. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Couldn't shop at the same place two days running, mind. And had to change his name a lot. They reached a small stream bed, stopped to drink, refill their water skins, warm and dirty with a distinct aroma of goat shit. After five hours of dry marching, the feel of it against the skin almost as sweet as the taste of it in the mouth. Running water. Some small rocks to sit on, two big rocks providing a bit of shade. What more could a man want in life? Tobias went to consult with Sky. We'll stop here a while, lads. Have some lunch. Rest up a bit. Sit out the worst of the heat. If it got any hotter, their swords would start to melt. The men cheered. Cook pots were filled and scrub gathered. Julius set preparing a soupy porridge. New boy, Marith, was sent off to dig the hole for the latrine. Tobias himself sat down and stretched out his legs, closed his eyes, cool, dark shadows and the smell of water. Bliss. So how much further do you think we've got till we get there? Emmett asked. Punch someone, if they asked him that one more time. Tobias opened his eyes again with a sigh. I have no idea. Ask Guy. Couple of days. A week. Rate grinned at Emmett. Don't tell me you're getting bored of sand. I'll die of boredom if I don't see something soon that isn't sand in your face. I saw a goat a couple of hours back. What more do you want? And it was definitely a female goat before you answer that. They have been marching now for almost a month. Forty men, lightly armed, and with little armour. No horses, no archers, no mage or what not. No doctor, though Tobias considered himself something of a dab hand at field surgery, and dosing the clap. Just forty men in the desert, walking west into the setting sun. Nearly there now. Gods only knew what they would find. 
the richest empire the world had ever known. Yellow sand. Not bad, this, Alcine said, as he scraped the last of his porridge. The lumps of mud make it taste quite different from the stuff we had at breakfast. I'm not entirely sure it's mud. I'm not entirely sure I care. They bore the highly imaginative title, The Free Company of the Sword, an old name, if not a famous one, well enough known in certain select political circles. Tobias had suggested several times they change it. The sand gives it an interesting texture, too, the way it crunches between your teeth. You said that yesterday, and I'll probably say it again tomorrow, and the day after that. I'll be an old man and still be picking bloody desert out of me gums. And other places. That, my friend, is not something I ever want to have to think about. Everything reduced to incidentals.